Merry Meet. Welcome to Witch Magic. I'm Dawn, and I will be taking you on a spiritual journey to all things magic and witchcrafts. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Witch Magic. Let's talk about moon magic. So before I get into our topic, I just want to let you guys know that I have been watching the new show called Mayfair Witches on AMC+. Oh my goodness, I love this show so far. I think there have only been four episodes, three, four episodes. I don't remember, but I've been watching it from the beginning and um, it's amazing. So I do like Interview with a Vampire, which is by Anne Rice, which is what these Mayfair witches are from. And I did read the book called Merrick, who was a way, um, Mayfair. I'm, I keep wanting to say Wayfair. I don't know why. <laughs> but anyway, Merrick is a Mayfair witch um, in New Orleans and way back before this series of Mayfair witches came out because this is set in modern day time. They've got cell phones and everything. But um, so far I haven't heard them mention Merrick, which I was kind of disappointed about or any of the other witches that were mentioned in that book. Um, but hopefully they'll get around to talking about them. But anyway, Merrick, I don't know if you've ever read that book. Um, and I mean, if you like Anne Rice, you know, I do recommend that book. It goes along. It's actually part of the vampire series because she meets up with um, Louis and Lestat and I don't want to give anything away um, but just you know so you know you know she does like spells for them and everything like that and, and, and it's a it's a really good good book but yeah so I'm kind of you know wondering if they're going to mention her or any of the other witches that were mentioned in that particular book anyway or even any of the vampires because they kind of all go together you know what I mean um, they're certainly part of, you know, the Mayfair um, heritage. So, well, not the heritage, but, you know, they certainly relate to them and they know that they're around and everything like that. So if you haven't seen it yet, the Mayfair Witches um, show on AMC, um, I do highly recommend watching it. It is a really, really good show. And um, yeah, that's all I really have to say on that and let's get on with our main topic. The moon in the sky, the full moon in big. It bloomed 2,000 and a half years ago and showered blessing of light. The moon is deep and mystic. It is the same moon with same joy, flooding the sky with same delight. The moon is full and complete. The earth is a Bodhi tree under the abyss of gentle glee. The moon above with a bloom flare, washing the earth with cold shimmer. The vast sky with unfading call, the seeking mind to bloom under the tree of divine grace. The moon shines again to inflame the moon and its openness 
the unbounded space and loftiness. Without a Bodhi tree is valueless. The moon blooms every now and then. Its bright spears spread to find a tired self, to sit and be spelled out of the undeniable false. Down the ages the moon blooms, soothing the earth with nomadic doom. Forest after forest it seeks, a thin, feeble, and lean ascetic. With bright eyes and strong mind, the moon blows over the earth, a living tree and a bodhisattva under its caring shadow. The moon and the moonlight, the sky and its vastness, the sky, or the night rather, in its darkness. So that is a poem called The Full Moon Night by Prabir Gayan. And I hope I pronounced that right. If anybody is rec recognizes that author's name, please correct me if I said it wrong. Okay, so anyway, working with the moon has very, very strong benefits. You may have heard me talk about moon magic in previous episodes, but here we will go more in depth about it. So as you know, there are eight phases of the moon, right? New, waxing crescent, first quarter, waxing gibbous, full, waning gibbous, third quarter or last quarter, and waning crescent. And by the way, a day of a new moon phase is considered an espat which is minor celebrations in witchcraft. So the new moon is a great time to perform spells for new beginnings and fresh starts. And I keep a new moon magic journal where I write down my intentions for the month. And it usually has something that I want to change or get rid of, such as some weight <laughs> on myself, um, you know, things like that. Great time for spells to get rid of bad habits as well. The time of the waxing crescent, now remember, waxing in relation to the moon is growing, right? So it's becoming more apparent and it looks, the waxing crescent actually looks like a backward C when you see it in the sky. Anyway, spells for this time would be hopes and inspirations. So pretty much anything you wish to accomplish. The first quarter moon is a time for spell work relating to decisions and considering the steps you need to take and the challenges that may come with it. The waxing gibbous is a time to revisit your intentions and make any changes that you might think will help. The full moon is a time for any type of spell work, great time for a full circle ritual and anything you wish to accomplish. Make some moon water by leaving a bowl or container of water out in the moonlight. Charge your magical tools by leaving them out in the full moonlight. Just lots of things. The waning gibbous, now the moon starts to appear smaller during these phases. It's a time for magic to show your gratitude for life and things you have achieved. And maybe even get a new perspective on things. The third quarter moon, or the last quarter, now looks like a sea up in the sky and is a good time for banishment and release, knowledge and forgiveness.
the waning crescent is a time to recuperate and rest. So no need to do anything at this point. Just take a rest. Okay. So <clears throat> every full moon aligns with the astrological signs. So to better your magical practices, you can use the months as a guideline. For instance, in January, the full moon is a Capricorn and is known as the wolf moon. Perform rituals for security and comfort. Decorate your altar with photos of friends and family, apples and pine. Have you ever cut an apple across instead of lengthwise? Do you know what I mean? The seeds are in the shape of a pentagram. It actually makes a five-pointed star. It's pretty cool. February is Aquarius and is called the storm moon. Magic for a bright future is called for here. Decorate your altar with stars and snowflakes and blue candles. Have butter cookies and hot chocolate as offerings. March's full moon is Pisces and is called the chaste moon. A time for pure intent. Decorate your altar with green and white flowers. April is Aries and is called the seed moon. Magic of your deepest desires is performed at this time. Decorate your altar with greens and yellows and seeds. Of course. May is in Taurus and it's the hair moon. Like a hair, rabbit hair. This is a time for abundance and new beginnings. Decorate with bright colors and burn gold and silver candles. June's full moon is in Gemini and is called the dyad moon. This is a time for balance and harmony. Burn orange candles and decorate your altar with flowers and pots of nature. July is in Cancer. It is known as the Mead Moon. Perform rituals for gratitude. Decorate your altar with fresh herbs. August is in Leo and is called the Wart Moon. This is a great time to use herbs in your spells. Use yellow and gold candles and decorate with ancestor photos, if you happen to have any on hand. September is in Virgo and is called the Barley Moon. This is a time to reap the rewards of your efforts. Decorate with flowering herbs and burn lavender candles. October's moon is in Libra and is known as the Blood Moon. Honor those who have passed away and acknowledge your spirit guides. Remember, we talked about spirit guides a couple of episodes ago. Decorate your altar with pumpkins and leaves and burn red candles. November is in Scorpio and is called the Snow Moon. This is the time to rid of bad habits and negative energy. Decorate your altar with vegetables and charms. December's full moon is Sagittarius and is called the Oak Moon. This is a time to do magic for stability and conviction. Decorate with holly and evergreens and burn white candles. And then, don't forget about the blue moons. Every year, there is a full moon twice in one month. And that second full moon is called a blue moon. So think about that phrase once in a blue moon. That's pretty much what it means, once a year. 
So a blue moon is a very powerful time to perform magic. Think of, as, think of it as an extra chance that month, seriously. So it's not hard to consider that the moon has a major pull on us since we are made up of 60% of water and the moon influences the tides so much. I'm sure you've heard about that. The moon also plays a big part in our birth charts, as do all the planets actually, but the moon seems to have immediate effects. Even animals use, animals use the moon as a reference to their life, especially with their reproductive cycles. What do you think life would be like without the moon? I wouldn't want to be in a world without the moon. But think of how dark it would be at night. Our weather would change. Time would change. Etc. Etc. I think that we would all go a little haywire, honestly, if there was no moon. We pretty much exist because of it. Time exists because of it. Now, let's talk about the eclipses. New and full moons are eclipses about four to six times a year. Those are very powerful times for magic and spells. And these are great times to do spells regarding change and growth. What areas of your life do you need to change or grow? Even if you don't do a spell or a ritual during any of these moon phases, you can at least go outside when it's shining bright, admire its beauty, be grateful that it's there. Take a moonlit walk. Plant flowers or herbs in the moonlight. Bathe in the light and feel its energy flowing through you. For the moon itself is magical. Okay, let me pull an oracle card for you. And I'm going to use my Fairy Wisdom Oracle deck. Now, I know I've mentioned it to you guys before. I know I've pulled from this one before. And for some reason, I'm having trouble opening the box. There we go. This is the one that has the hardcover book. And oh my gosh, these cards are so beautiful. All right. Let me do a shuffle. These are the um the Amy Brown Amy Brown Fairy Wisdom Oracle deck. So if you know me, you know that I love Amy Brown Fairies because I have mentioned it probably a couple of times before. Um and yeah, I just love her work. And I'm actually I know I mentioned this before too. You probably got, well, if you're new here, you, you haven't heard me mention it, but um, if you've been following all along, you have. I use this coloring app on my iPad called Pigment, and you use your Apple Pencil to color with, right? And Amy Brown actually drew some pictures for it, and she, so she's got her fairies on there that you can color, so it's pretty neat. All right, I'm gonna pick this top card. And we've got the Blue Fairy. All right. Oh, my cards are falling down. Oh, no. I'll pick those up in a minute. Let me get this description out for you. And it's card number 22, by the way. 
just in case you were wondering. I'm just kind of flipping through the book now. Okay, Blue Fairy. The key word is love. Here is the Blue Fairy who offers up the message of love and peace. She demonstrates the need for quiet within our daily lives. She shows us that through calmness, we realize our connection to spirit. This connection is always with us. Concentrate on this cobalt blue and feel what it does to your inner body. Imagine a blue crystal deep within your heart that resonates to all that is through the vibration of love. You are connected to all creation and to the hearts of all beings through a beautiful crystal blue grid work of light. Feel the oneness of all that is. Sense the infinite being of your soul. Can you feel your problems shrinking in size? Feel your own divinity. Allow your creativity to flow. With the oneness comes true understanding of the greater mysteries of life. They all come down to one thing, infinite love. And the chant on it is says, I am united in spirit with all creation. I am a divine peace of the whole. Infinite love surrounds me. It runs through me and flows out to all that is. Infinite love enfolds me, and in it I am safe. So be it. And then it says, wear something blue today. <laughs> so there you go. And uh, I'm so upset that I dropped some cards. They just kind of fell right down. Okay, now, the everyday spells. So I'm doing the next one. Of course, this is perfect because we're talking about moon magic. And we're still on the moon spells in this card series. And this one is called Bonding Brew. You'll need one cup of jasmine tea and one teaspoon of honey. Add the honey to the tea and allow it to cool. Share this drink with a friend. Jasmine will strengthen your bond. This spell is recommended on Monday or Moon Day. Doing it at the start of a week will fill you with joyfulness for the week. Whilst the tea brews, repeat this spell. I call upon the spirits on this Moon Day. Guide joy to my door. I call upon Artemis and Celine to show me the best way to live for this. I am grateful. Blessing to all. Pretty cool. All right. All right. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. I hope um, this moon magic episode was a little bit insightful and maybe give you some motivation to work with the moon. Um, like I said, if you don't do any kind of rituals or, um, you know, spells during the moon, which spells during the phase of the moon, like I went through before, there were certain phases of the moon that work spells work better at those times than others. Um, so just be mindful of that. And please check out the links on the show notes and also visit my website because I do have um, a page on the moon about there and everything like that. And I probably will add more now that we've gotten more into this and I could certainly um, add the different 
I think I do have the moon phases up there and what spells are best to work with it and everything like that. So I probably will add more to it. All right. So again, thanks for tuning in. And if you are new here to the show, welcome, welcome, welcome. I hope you come back on a regular basis. Um, if you've been here all along or you've been here at least for a while, um, welcome back. And thank you so much for being so supportive. I really appreciate everybody who's listening. All right, guys, have a very magical week. So that's going to do it for today. I will be airing these podcasts about once a week, so be sure to tune in. You might want to choose to get notified when I air so that you don't miss a thing. If you have any comments, please feel free to connect with me on my Facebook group. I will leave the link to that along with my website on the show notes. Blessed be. Blessed be.